Well, hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. This, my friends, is the podcast devoted to helping you take your message, your business, and your life to the next level. Today I'm going to be talking about Patreon. Patreon is a company, a service, a website, all of these things that I have been looking into for a very long time. You might be asking yourself, what is Patreon? Some of you are thinking, well, welcome to the club, Cliff. It's been around for a very long time. The very first time I ever heard about Patreon was back in April of this year. My friend, Captain Jeff Nielsen, sent me a text message and said, hey, Cliff, have you checked out Patreon? I'd love to get your thoughts. And I'm like, I've never heard about Patreon. And uh, he and I connected. We talked by Skype and he shared with me what he had learned about Patreon that uh, you know he was going to give it a shot and see how it worked out. And then, of course, I, I looked into it a little further and I thought, hmm, that sounds pretty interesting. I, I'll explain what Patreon is in just a moment for those of you who don't know. And uh, I got kind of interested in it. And then um, Cole Palmer from Patreon reached out to me in May of this year and says, Cliff, I've heard a lot about you. I'm like to tell you about the Patreon service, and guys, I get it. I get approached at least five times a week from people who have brand new products, brand new services related to podcasting. They want me to promote their new offering to the podcasting community and and stuff like that. And I, you know, unless I have the opportunity to use a service or really dive in and get a feel for what it's all about, I, I just I'd rather not cover it on the show and give it a lot of attention unless it's something I feel like, wow, this is something I want to promote. And so I wanted to look into Patreon. I got on Skype call with uh, Cole uh, quite a while back. I was very interested in the service that they offer. We had some great conversation. And after speaking with Cole for the very first time back in May of this year, I'm like, I definitely want to try this on Pursuing a Balanced Life. But in May of last year, we were the closing of our brand new home building. We were in the last stages of building the new house that we have, we now live in. And then I had an A to Z course come up in June. And as a result of uh, moving the, the closing being pushed back to June, I moved in at the same time that uh, I was doing a podcasting A to Z course and travel and all this other stuff. And well, long story short, that you know, Patreon, setting up a Patreon account for Pursuing a Balanced Life has been a, it's been a decent priority. It's been, it's been pretty high up on the list, but there have always been other priorities and the lack of time that I've had to devote to all my priorities, it, it always fell just below what I would actually get a chance to do until now. And so that's where we are. Patreon. What is Patreon? This is from their about page. It says, founded in May 2013 and based in San Francisco, California, Patreon was created to enable fans to support and engage with the artists and creators they love, empowering a new generation of creators. Patreon is bringing patronage back to the 21st century. So it's in a so that's what they say about themselves. And and I love that. It is it is a way for it enables fans to support the work of the artists that are creating the work that they love. Now, you've probably already been very familiar with the idea of crowdfunding and services like uh, Kickstarter and gosh, there's all kinds of crowdfunding uh, sources out there now. Kickstarter is probably the most popular uh, campaign campaigns out there. You, you basically say, here is a product or a service that I want to create. And you set up a Kickstarter campaign and you say, if I reach this goal, this dollar amount within the next 30 days or however long you set that up, um, if we can, if I can arrange this, then it's funded. I will, uh, I will move forward with this project. It will be created, or whatever the case may be. I've personally backed several Kickstarter campaigns, and uh, you know, it, it's a, it's a great thing. But here's what has happened with a lot of folks. You know, they they create a Kickstarter campaign, 
they have this initial funds to to get things up and running and stuff like that but maybe it takes longer or maybe they want to continue to do something and you know the money's there at the front but it's not something that consistently comes in after that with the idea of crowdfunding that's that's been how things have been but what patreon does is it allows people to get paid on an ongoing basis so it's crowdfunding but it's residual crowdfunding it's like the the original stuff i think started out maybe with musicians or uh, uh, YouTube stars and stuff like that. And it's quickly grown in the podcasting space as well. And what you can do is you can, with this service, you can set up a Kickstarter account or a Kickstarter, a Patreon account, and you can set up a, um, a, a crowdfunding campaign for your work your your art if you will and in this case we as podcast producers we're artists i don't know about you guys but i consider myself to be a very creative person and i do consider each episode that i produce a creative work of art and and something that is meaningful and valuable in people's lives now i have enjoyed giving away a ton of content for absolutely free to people and it's because that's what's in my heart to give this content that it will be a source of entertainment entertainment for others that it will be a source of education that they the folks that would listen to this content that they would be encouraged and that it would inspire them to make positive changes in their lives as a result of the content that I create that their lives would ultimately be better by the content that I create now, there had been a time in my content creation journey where when I had decided to shift from creating content just as a hobby and made the decision, you know what, I'd love to pursue podcasting as a full-time career. That was a two-year journey. I, I podcasted for two years as a hobby with no desire to make any money whatsoever. It was just I was just happy to be creating content. I was just happy to have people listening to me. And I was thrilled to know that the content that I was creating was having a positive impact in people's lives. And it was really for that reason that I actually ended up deciding I'd, I'd love to be able to devote my life to creating content that is making a powerful and positive difference in people's lives. And that's why I left my career in insurance. It wasn't to make all kinds of money. It was because this is this was fulfilling for me a greater sense of purpose in life. It was giving me a great sense of fulfillment. At the end of every day, I felt like I had done something valuable. And, and I felt like my career as an insurance agent was just quite frankly a distraction from what I was called to do in this life. So anyway, when I made the decision, I want to I want to do podcasting full time. I actually it was Stephanie. If you guys don't know the story, just go to podcastanswerman.com slash about. There's an entire video on my about page that tells our story. But I just want to get make sure my wife gets credit. It was Stephanie's decision or actually Stephanie's idea for me to quit my career in insurance, and she's the one who convinced me to go after this dream, this wild pipe dream of doing podcasting full-time back in 2007. So if you want to learn more about that story, go to podcastanswerman.com slash about. Anyway, so when when I left my career in insurance, I did not know exactly how I was going to make enough money to support our family of five, from my podcasting efforts, I knew and believed that some of it would come from, and a majority of it would come from coaching and consulting. And of course, that's why in December 2006, I did start Podcast Answer Man, my business, my blog, my this podcast. I started it so that it would help financially support my endeavor in podcasting and Honestly, I th- I thought, man, the podcasting, consulting, and and coaching and stuff like that. I was going to do that to generate income, but the reason in the income was there to support my family and stuff like that. But I wanted to have that support, uh, that money coming in, so that I can use the rest of my time to create content. That was always a desire of mine: is to create content, not just teach other people how to create content, but create my own. 
to live to live my own journey online. That's that's always been in my heart to share my life, my experiences. So anyway, I what I also thought there might be other opportunities for me to generate income from the content that I'm creating. One of the things that I did early on is I created a donate button on my website and I've gone back and forth about how I feel about, you know, donating. And and certainly, you know, just putting donate on the side of the thing. I don't think it's a terribly bad idea, but you know, I, I just don't know if I want to. If I like the, you know, just donate. I like contribute. I like uh, support financially or something like that. But just the word donate for whatever reason, it's just like you know, yeah, just donate a couple bucks. It's, no, it's like, do you find this valuable? Do you want to support the ongoing creation of this? I, I I guess I've never had a problem with that idea of folks contributing. So, you know, I started that out, and of course, I I had a donate button, and some people signed up, and it was, you know, not going super fabulous, and I figured, you know, I would have advertisers and stuff, and I tried advertising for a while, and I did the CPM, which is cost per thousand, and I found that people were willing to pay about $20 or $25 per thousand downloads, and on big shows where I had tens of thousands of subscribers, that was pretty nice, but the shows that I was most pass that I happened to be most pa- most passionate about had much less than that as far as subscribers. We're talking, you know, somewhere between eight hundred, actually between seven hundred subscribers, all the way up to maybe you know maybe five thousand, six thousand, seven thousand, eight thousand subscribers. And by the way, I'm talking about the over the course of since December two thousand five, I've done thirty different podcast shows and produced over 3,260 episodes. So, for example, I had a show called Help I Got a Mac at helpigotamac.com. And that podcast, we did that. Gosh, I'm going to pull it. Helpigotamac.com. I wonder if this, if I still own that domain. I do. Good. (laughs) We did 180 episodes. One episode a week, every week for 180 weeks of that show. And... That podcast had right around 1,300 subscribers at its height. And sometimes it had as few as, you know, just a couple hundred. And so it it had built up to just over 1,000 subscribers. But it was a show that I really enjoyed creating. There's another show that I did called uh, Business Tech Weekly. So if I go to businesstechweekly.com, I did 109 weekly episodes of that with my friend Andy Traub. And that show probably had at its height right around 1,600 subscribers where 1,600 people each week were downloading the show. The thing is, is I enjoyed creating that content. And of course, I have another show and it's my favorite show of all podcasts I've ever created. It's called Pursuing a Balanced Life. And by the way, it's at pursuingabalancedlife.com. And I just published today my 585th episode of pursuing a balanced life and 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 that show by the way right now even after 585 episodes and i i really share with you guys uh numbers but just to tell you that uh if i'm being a little bit more transparent with numbers right now on these shows because i want you guys to hear my heart about what I feel about these these shows. I, Pursuing a Balanced Life has had times when it's been weekly. There was a, a couple times when I went daily with it. And uh, then, the, you know, but mostly it's a weekly show, one show a week, every week. But there have been times when I've, uh, I've kind of lost my emphasis or my focus or my priorities. And that show wasn't necessarily at the top of my list of things to do. And as a result of that, there have been times where I've went weeks without an episode, and there have been times when I've went months without an episode. And that I don't like, because that show is the heart of why I do what I do. More than this show, more than Podcast Answer Man, more than teaching people how to podcast through my coaching and consulting, pursuing a balanced life is really at the heart of why I do what I do. Uh, more than anything else, it, it, there there's more to it than that, but that show. And so here's the deal: uh, I, I, I that sh- that podcast, pursuing a balanced life. Today, 
Now, by the way, at its height, I've had as many as 3,500 subscribers. And today I would say that, and I haven't looked at the stats just recently, but if I had to guess, I'm probably around 1,500 subscribers. So about $1,500 or 1,500 people are listening to each episode that I produce. And uh, yeah, and, and that's even though, you know, I've been very sporadic. These people have been diehard people. They've stayed subscribed subscribed even though recent just recently there had been two months without an episode uh but thankfully i'm back to weekly on that for right now and and we'll talk a little bit about how that is and why in this episode here as well so one of the things that i knew is that with advertising and the you know knowing that you know, twenty dollars per episode isn't really going to do a lot to if, if you get a thousand people per episode and you're getting twenty dollars per thousand then you know you're getting between twenty to forty bucks per episode that's not going to really do a whole lot to support the ongoing efforts of providing for your family as a business right so I knew that 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 wasn't you know advertising and even sponsorship wasn't the greatest thing. Now, of course, we did do a sponsor on a show called Family from the Heart at familyfromtheheart.com, which is a show that I still produce every single week with my wife, and we've done 318 episodes of Family from the Heart. And for the first four and a half years, we did have a sponsor, which was Mardell Christian Store. And after four and a half years, I am the one who ended that sponsorship. But for four and a half years, I, I won't tell you exactly the dollar figure of how much money we were paying per episode. But I can tell you this is that we had a very high mortgage uh, as far as monthly cost on our mortgage. When we bought our our home that we had prior to the one that we're in now, we were still in debt and we borrowed pretty much 100% on our home when we bought it. Uh, which is a stupid thing, I know. I would not do that again, but we we were able to pay the bills every month. Actually, the mortgage on our home was paid for by that one sponsor for four and a half years. So that that was something that did work out for us. But the other shows were not necessarily producing a significant amount of income. So what happened was Pursuing a Balanced Life, a friend of mine who... I call him a friend today because he has been a great constant supporter over the years. His name is Frank uh, Chilinski. And Frank called in all the time. And one time he says, Cliff, you know what? I want you to know, I know that you're building your business. You're looking for ways to monetize different things. And of course, you know, most what happened. Well, anyway, he, he says, I want to let you know. I would be willing to hear more episodes of Pursuing a Balanced Life. You know, I know that you're tempted to to skip every now and then because busy, you know, just how busy you are. But this show, I don't, he's, quite frankly, he did not listen to the other shows that I produced. Pursuing a Balanced Life was the only show for him. I would, I'd be willing to pay to have this content. And you know what? I'm not, you know, I can't be the only person out there who would be willing to pay. You should consider charging for your content. And of course, I'd immediately I'm like, oh, I don't like that idea that my thoughts were like, that, that That just doesn't sound good to me. But then after having some conversation with him and several other people, I decided I could probably find a way to charge for content and have it not be completely opposed to what I have in my mind. So I created this thing called Plus Membership, which is premium podcast feeds. And my concept was that Podcast Answer Man would always be free because obviously Podcast Answer Man is a show where every week I'm I'm doing things that actually does help promote my coaching and consulting business. So I didn't want to charge for Podcast Answer Man. I always made Podcast Answer Man available for free. Then um, I decided that my Encouraging Others Through Christ podcast, you know, my faith-based podcast, I made sure that that was always for free. I did not feel like I ever wanted to charge anybody to have access to the content that was all about encouraging people in in the area of faith. And so I chose to always make that available for free. And of course, then at Family from the Heart, we had a sponsor, right? So we did, you know, obviously every episode of Family from the Heart would be free because, well, that's being paid for by, you know, the generous support of our sponsor. At the time, it was Mardell Christian Bookstore. So 
uh, or Mar- Mardell Christian store. It was more than just books. But anyway, so, but however, there were all these other shows. There were, and let me just name off a couple, The Lost Podcast. There was The Hunger Games Podcast, The Twilight Podcast. There was Business Tech Weekly, Help I Got a Max, Social Media Serenity, Pursuing a Balanced Life, and all of these other shows. And in fact, some of the shows were created as a result of this this whole philosophy of creating this thing called plus membership. And what I did was said, I, I went to the community that I had that were listening to me, and I, I'm like, here's the content that you guys are used to getting. And it some of it's not as consistent as I would want it to be, but what I'm making as right now is a commitment to become more consistent. And what you have got from the time that I have been the most consistent, which is usually, you know, one episode, uh, well, anyways, whatever it is, I'm going to continue to give you what you've always gotten for free, for free. So that means that if you stay subscribed to Pursuing a Balanced Life, at least one to two episodes per month, every month, will be made available for free on the free feed in iTunes. Um, same with all these other shows. However, I'm going to create more content. And at, at one point, I was recording uh, 7 to 15 podcast episodes every single week. But I was getting paid well to do that or paid decently. I mean, it had gotten to the point where, well, let me just tell you how much I charge. So basically what I said is if you want, you can get all the free feeds in iTunes and be delivered the same amount of content I've always delivered. Plus, some people are going to get more because I'm going to create new shows. And you don't have to pay anything for that. But for $10 per month, you can become a Plus member. And as a Plus member, you would get access to every episode of every podcast I produce. And and many shows, I had agreed that I was going to produce more content more consistently. And I created new shows. And we had, and it was $10 a month. And at $10 a month, flat fee, you get everything. And I created this whole system of private RSS feeds that would, you know, everybody had their own RSS feed with a username and password, which by the way, I do not teach people how to do this anymore. I I personally would not want to do it anymore myself. Um, it, it was a huge nightmare uh, to keep up with, to, to it, it was just a, yeah, it was just a nightmare to manage the whole system. But I did it from 2008 until the end of 2010. So I did it for almost two years. And when I shut it down, I, it was generating about $28,000 a year. And it seemed like it was probably going to be on the decline. And the reality is, is in 2008, when I started it, I, I we really were in a very tough position. And creating that content and even whatever amount came in it every little bit helped at the time well you know right around 2010 my business started to really take off right around the middle of 2010 and by 2011 things were really looking great and I felt in my heart it was time to say you know what we're doing pretty well it doesn't make sense for us to force people to pay to be able to listen to this content I I really feel in my heart that this content is more valuable to people uh, then that they that they shouldn't have to pay to get it. I I feel like if I put all of this content available for free, then more people would consume it and more lives would be benefited. And so I made it uh, to the place where in January 2011 I shut down the requirement of Plus membership. And basically, I said if you guys want to continue to voluntary voluntarily contribute to the work that we're doing here. Uh, you can do so, and and it basically supports and and communicates that you find value in this content, and and that's great. And people did for a while. And in fact, we we ended up having one person, Stuart Crane, who sent us a check for twelve thousand uh, dollars. That was his co- voluntary contribution. I've shared that before in podcast answer man. If you want to see the letter that he sent, you can go to gspn.tv slash check all right c-h-e-k g-s-p-n dot t-v slash check and you can actually read the letter and see the check that Stuart had sent us on July 27th 2011 anyway so 
you know, I've had experience with advertising. I've had an exp- I've had experiences with sponsors. I've had experiences with premium paid membership, and I've had experiences with voluntary contributions. So I've I've had all of that. What I found to be the most effective, though, is I found the most effective way of generating income is creating a niche audience and basically having products or services related to that audience that that would be valuable to them that is extremely helpful to them and serving them in a way that they they go around talking to others about how awesome your products and services are and so what happened was you know i found that you know these were this was the greatest source of income and and i poured my priorities and my attention my focus in that area and and it's been very successful. Podcasting A to Z is a huge success. My products and services are a huge success fi- financially for the coaching and consulting side of my business. However, for me, what's happened is I've I found that man, I really miss creating this content. You know, I, I occasionally I record an episode of Pursuing a Balanced Life. Every now and then, I'd get a little. Uh, period of time, a little season of life where I'd be more consistent with it than others, and I found myself always being pulled back to let's let's go over here and and work on this season over here and this business side of things, and and I would lose track of my own priorities again. So so what happened is is that you know over time the 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 contributions complete you know you know slowed down as people's change their credit cards because they had an expiration date, PayPal would automatically cancel that and, you know, they would, you know, they wouldn't go and re-sign up, but they, you know, had it not canceled, they would have, they were happy to continue to contribute. But for whatever reason, you know, I, I stopped talking, certainly one thing I did is I stopped talking about the fact that you could be a voluntary contributor to our content. It com- I completely quit communicating about it. And in fact, I would say that anybody who's listened to practically anything we've created in the last two years, I would say they have no idea that we ever had Plus Membership and that you could voluntarily contribute. And so that's probably why uh, it's gone pretty much down to almost nothing. I, th- I think probably we get maybe on, on the old Plus Membership uh, recurring payment thing, if I had to guess right now, we'd probably bring in about $220 per month, which is, you know, trust me, I, I'm very thankful for $220 a month. But, you know, it, it's a whole lot less than where we were when when we were pursuing that route. So anyway, you know, I, I when I heard about Patreon and the, the ability for the, the people who are fans of the art that I create through pursuing a balanced life and also through family from the heart and and other shows that I might create uh you know having a a a service that that makes it easy for folks who are fans to support the content that I create would be great and it would be you know what I had as the um setup with before it was always per month but what if, you know you know if what if i don't create an episode each month or whatever you know are they still getting billed monthly and you know the the accountability to what it is people are contributing towards it's it it just wasn't as clear as before as it can be with patreon so i you know i love the idea that with patreon by the way i can actually set up to where i can have people contribute per episode and you know this creates these micro payments and when when you start creating these micropayments, the accounting and all of that stuff, doing this on my own, it was just that nightmare that I was telling you about. But Patreon does make a lot of things much more attractive to me. So let me, let me explain to you a couple of details about Patreon that I have written here, and I'll probably think of a couple more as I go along. So first of all, what is Patreon? It is ongoing crowdfunding for the content or art that you create. All right, how much does Patreon keep? That was one of my first questions, I'm not going to lie. You know, I mean, one of the benefits of setting things up on my own, having my own PayPal recurring things or my own monthly shopping cart recurring payments is that I only pay the processing fees with whatever. So it's, you know, maybe 2.9 
percent plus one small transaction of 30 cents or whatever PayPal charged or whatever. So um, my question is to Patreon was how much money do you guys get? How, you know, are you what cut are you keeping? So that was one of the first questions I asked Cole when he and I got on Skype and talked about Patreon. And he told me that they keep 5% of the uh, total amount that is brought in each month. So they get 5% and they also keep uh, the amount of money it costs to do the payment processing. And to answer your question about how much that is, it starts as low as 2.9% and can be somewhere as much as maybe 4%. Uh, depends on how things work out because these micropayments actually have higher charges and the more money that's contributed, the less there, the, the less expensive it is on the, uh, the payment processing fee. But anyway, they, they, what Cole told me is they're happy if, they, if the content creators, the people, you know, pay, the the artists are receiving at least 90% of what the contributions are. So if you can imagine you're going to get 90 cents for every dollar that comes in, that's that's what their their commitment is that they want to make sure that that always happens. Now, chances are you're probably going to get $9.10 for each thing that comes in. And you know, if you want to get more in detail with exactly how they do things and they they kind of take the average among all the different uh, people that are that your your contributors are contributing with other people, and it 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 does really get a little crazy on the accounting side of things. But basically, just to keep things just on the up and up, you know, just think about nine percent is what Patreon is keeping five percent for themselves plus to cover the payment processing fee. Now the question is like, wait, yikes, that's a lot, and to be honest, I think it is a lot. I, I think that, you know, it, 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 it's a bit much. However, um, you know, it, there are some benefits that I I like about Patreon that if it all came down to it, would it be worth paying somebody to create a cert to to do the things? And, and so that's what I, I kind of see. I'm going to pay the pr- payment processing fee for credit cards and all that stuff. Um, I'm going to pay that anyway, no matter what. But it's kind of like I see it as paying Patreon to handle some things for me. So I know what a massive pain it can be when you know I'm charging only a few bucks a month and trying to enter each of those individually and keep an accounting, uh, uh, keep a, the actual bookkeeping on all of those different things. With Patreon, they have the entire platform already makes already set up. They already handle the processing. They keep track of the credit cards on file. They do all of that stuff. I don't have to worry about any of it. But and also the fact is, is they it can be more than just PayPal. It can be credit cards. Of course, I have the ability to do credit cards as well. But again, I don't have to keep those credit cards on file. I don't have to follow up with those people. It just they take care of all of that. And trust me, from somebody who used to run all of them this stuff by himself, this. This is worth 5%, trust me. Um, there, Then, of course, there are folks who want to support you as a podcaster. With Patreon and the fact that so many other podcasters are climbing on board with this to, to help una- enable their fans to support their work, um, folks can create an account with Patreon and pledge a certain amount to your show, a certain amount to another podcaster, and a certain, they can support many different podcasters with just one bill per month. So let's just say for Podcast Answer Man, you were contributing, let's just say you were contributing, you know, $3 per month uh, or $3 per episode. So that's going to be, let's see here, that's three times four is 12 or you know, twelve to fifteen dollars per month. So there's some months there are five weeks, five Thursdays in the month. So um, you might also be contributing to somebody else at that amount. So it's twenty five. Let's just assume four four weeks in a month. So it can be twenty four dollars for um, it, what man? I yes, twenty four dollars for two different shows that you're doing where you're supporting both of them on a weekly podcast for $3 a week. 
So it's one $24 charge to your credit card instead of all these $3 charges, instead of all of these things. And so it, it kind of makes it nice for them to be able to contribute not just to your show, but to other folks' shows as well. Um, and of course, it makes it nice for me, the content creator, because at the end of the month, if I have, let's just say I have hundreds of supporters who are paying a dollar per episode, I don't have to enter in all of those payments into my QuickBooks. I don't have to do, I get one payment per month from Patreon, or I can actually choose it to where, you know, Patreon deposits that into my account inside Patreon. If I want, I can just go in once every three months and then transfer, have them transfer that money into my account. So that option is there as well. It just makes it easier for for the accounting and tracking and all that stuff. And so I think it's worth the 5%. I, I've gone back and forth in my mind on that, and I'm convinced for the the fact that I can actually focus my time, effort, and energy on creating the content and not spend way too much time focusing on the credit cards and, and all the other accounting nightmares that go with that. I like it. 5%, I'm willing to pay it. Uh, one one little caveat though, I have three different shows that I have set up an account for, and the one frustration, uh, one of there there are so, several minor frustrations. One frustration is that their system does not allow for the content creator to have more than one creation, uh, or more than one podcast, for example. So I had to actually set up three different user accounts for three different shows, Pursuing a Balanced Life, Family from the Heart, and Podcast Answer Man. And so that was that's a huge pain. It, it I mean, and I do mean a huge pain. Uh, so for example, every time I wanna go, let's just say on thir- every Thursday, I'm gonna publish an episode of Family from the Heart and Podcast Answer Man. I have to go in and log in and publish it and, and, and tell the system that I have created a new episode so that it actually um, knows to invoice or to actually charge that to the account of my patrons and for family or from podcast answer man and then I have to sign out and then sign back in and do that with anyway that it's a maybe some people think that's minor but I think it's pretty big but they promise that they're working on that in the future it is is something that they're building out and by the way this did just start in May of 2013 so they're you know almost a year and a half old now or maybe they are a year and a half. Anyway, they but so they're they're they've done some great things. They're making some great headway, and and I know that that frustration won't be there forever. So, but for now, I do have to have three different accounts. I have to three different emails, sign ins, three different times. I or three different uh, accounts where I have to go in and withdraw money from and and stuff like that. But just wanted to let you know that if you have more than one show, uh, and you want to have a Patreon account for each show, then you'll have multiple accounts. All right. Then the question that I had for myself, do I charge per month or per episode? And hands down, I prefer per episode. And I prefer it for the accountability. Now, I've seen many podcasters out there that do per month. And I totally understand the, the why some, there are some great reasons for doing per month. And I'll let you kind of Figure out if that's what you want to do. But why I love per episode is it, you know, I'm only getting paid if I create something. So for me, when somebody signs up to for pursuing a balanced life, for example, and somebody signs up for that show and say, I I believe in the value of this show to my life and to the lives of others, I'm willing to represent the value that I feel this is worth by suggest by committing to contributing a certain dollar figure per episode that you release and that way instead of doing it per month where you let's just say ten dollars per month or twenty dollars per month instead of doing that and you know I may do one episode I may do three I may do six I may do eight and you're still going to get charged per month Yes, you could say, well, I will only charge if I do a minimum of this. But I really love the idea of doing per episode, which says if I don't create an episode, I don't get paid. You know, that that you won't get charged. You what you're saying is, Cliff, I believe in the value. I want you to create the content. And so I you create an episode, boom, you get, you know, I, my money's there. It's been set aside for you 
just published that episode. And so that's the, that's the model that I've went with on all of the accounts that I've set up is, is per episode. And you don't have to do it. You can do per month if you want, but per episode is what I've done. And you might think, well, okay, well, pursuing a balanced life. I, earlier I said I have done. there have been times when I did one episode a month. There's been times when I've done it every week. There have been times when I've done it every single day. So for pursuing a balanced life, basically what I've done there is I, I have committed. What I want to do at this point is one episode a week every week, 52 weeks a year. That's That's what my goal is personally. Um, and, and by the way, there's a way that I, I can get my audience to commit to that or get me to commit to that hard and fast. I will not miss an episode. And I'll talk about that in just a moment. But anyway, so but what happens if all of a sudden I want to release a second or a third episode each week um, and, and all of a sudden people have committed per episode? Well, your audience doesn't have to worry because they can actually set a monthly maximum amount per, you know, so they can say, listen, I will do $3 per episode, uh, $3 per episode, and I realize some months will have five weeks in it. So if Cliff is going to release Pursuing a Balanced Life every Sunday, I realize there are some months that are going to have five Sundays in them. So that's $15. And so I'm setting the maximum of my contribution to no more than $15 or no more than, oh goodness, 15, so 15 times five Sunday, no, no, it's $3, what did I say, three, so 15, yeah, $3, per, this is why I don't do live math, friends, uh, anyway, so $3 per episode, up to five weeks, Sundays, this, you know, in a given month, so I'm going to say, yes, Cliff, you can have, I will give you $3 per episode, up to $15 per month. And if you go more episodes than that, then, then you know, you can keep creating, but I'm only contributing this amount. And what's really cool is the people who set monthly maximums, pa- Patreon will tell me as a creator, hey, you know, um, the next time you publish, you'll make this amount. And then the episode after that, you'll make this amount. And they may be, a, that may be a lower number because some people may have hit up that you may hit that monthly maximum for somebody. And by the way, they call it a cap, you know, ca- capping it monthly. I've talked to them about setting, changing the language to monthly maximum. Um, maybe I'm the only person who thinks that some people might not understand that, you know, it, it just simply says set a cap or, you know, cap it or something like that. I can't remember what the terminology is, but I, I think it would be a little bit more clear if they said set a monthly maximum. Anyway, um, but what I, you know, so you can set, so the per episode is what I've done. Now, they also have these things called goals slash milestones. So if you go, for example, to, let's go to podcastanswerman.com slash P-A-B-L, all right? Podcast, or actually, no, it's Patreon, patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash P-A-B-L, all right? This is going to take you to my support page and, or my uh, Patreon page for Pursuing a Balanced Life. And on the left-hand side, it says milestone goals. Now, these are optional. You don't have to put milestones on there. But I do have my first milestone listed. It's called an episode every week. And if I get to the place where I'm getting a total of $100 per podcast episode, it says this. It says, all of the podcast, out of, of all the podcasts I've ever produced, this podcast, Pursuing a Balanced Life, has always been my favorite show. This podcast... Let's see. Has been this podcast has been the show that has brought about the most positive change in my own life, and I believe that this show has had a positive influence in the lives of others. If we reach this milestone, I'll commit to creating fifty-two episodes per year. Uh, fifty-two episodes per year. No more of this waiting for weeks slash months between podcast episodes. So my goal right now, regardless of hit, whether I hit that milestone or not, my goal is to do an episode a week every single week without missing. However, if I get to $100 per episode, I will not let a business trip. I will not let a busy life. I will not let anything get in the way of me producing an episode of Pursuing a Balanced Life and, 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 and publishing it every Sunday, every week. 
So that's that's a what that's what a milestone is. And you can create other milestones, you know, and you can have you set any dollar amount. When I get to this amount per month or this amount per episode in my case, then that this is what I will commit to. This is a milestone. All right? So, and then they also have these things with a Patreon account. Again, this is optional, but you can have reward levels. So, by default, when people sign up, you know, it, it defaults to $1 in the little I'll contribute field no matter what. Or it actually d- contribute, or maybe it goes to the, the lowest amount. I, I think it's $1 no matter what. Anyway, but these rewards are where you can actually say you can pledge. For example, I'll give you some examples here. Mine says pledge $1 or more. Actually, let me go to Podcast Answer Man because those rewards are more applicable to what you guys will have here. So patreon.com slash podcast answer man, all one word. Or you can go to podcastanswerman.com slash Patreon. And let me share with you, and, and by the way, uh, I already have my first uh, goal or my milestone for this episode, I, an episode every single week for two. once I get to $250 per episode. So it, once I get to $250 per episode, I don't care if I'm going speaking I don't care if I'm going on vacation for a week to Disney. I don't care if I'm going to Europe for a month. You're still going to get an episode every single week on Thursday from me if I get to $250 per episode. That's that's my milestone for Podcast Answer Man. All right? So here are the reward levels. And it says this, pledge $1 or more per podcast episode. It says at this level, you'll be communicating with your $1 or more per episode contribution that you find great value in the podcast answer man content that I share. Plus, I'll send you an email personally thanking you for the support. And for $2, you get pretty much the same thing. Uh, $3 or for $2 or more per month. Um, and it's and then for $3 or more per episode, you get the same thing. Plus, I'll send you a personal audio file, like a personal podcast episode just for you, thanking you for the support of the show. If you sign up for $5 or more, you'll get everything listed above. Plus, I'll send you an audio bumper for your show that says something like, Hi, this is Cliff Ravenscraft from PodcastAnswerMan.com, and you're listening to, insert the name of your show, and then I might say your tagline. And if you want, I'll even you, I'll entertain any script changes that you might desire for that audio bumper. And of course, uh, then at $10 or more, more per podcast episode... I'll do all of those things, plus I'll include your name and a link to your podcast as a Patreon supporter of the show at the bottom of the show notes for each of my podcast episodes that you contribute to. So you at the bottom of the show notes, it'll say uh, Patreon supporters for this episode are, and it'll have a name and a link to your podcast. So that's in my show notes, and trust me, that's an extremely valuable thing. And then if you pledge $25 or more per podcast episode, you'll get all of those things, uh, plus I'll mention your name and your podcast in my podcast as a Patreon supporter of the show at the end of every episode you can you contribute to. So for example, let's just... Uh, give you now these folks are not $25 per episode supporters but let's just let's just pretend for just a moment that they well actually let me just give you some examples let's just assume that Michael Hyatt was a $25 or uh, per month level I would say you know Patreon support uh, for this episode has come from Michael Hyatt from the this is your life podcast and and I would I would list off the name and the name of the podcast at the end of every episode in saying that Patreon you know Patreon support has come from these these folks and in these particular podcasts that they create and and at the end of that list I would say and their these names and links to their show can be found in the show notes at and of course it's like a weekly promotion of of you know the fact that you. And you, the, your name and the name of your show mentioned at the end of each episode. So those are pretty huge rewards. Now, um, anyway, if you want any of those, you can go to patreon.com slash podcast answer man and sign up for any of them. Um, and yeah. And so anyway, 
that is that is what the reward levels are. And of course, it, it is giving people the incentive to give you more than just a dollar per episode. And and that's that's what it's there for. All right. So that's goals and milestones, which is optional. Reward levels are optional. Uh, creating a video, by the way, to explain what Patreon is and why people should contribute to you, that's optional as well. I had actually created some videos and then I decided, you know what, I'd rather just use this field right below. I'd rather put a, you know, a 16 by 9 image there and explain in the photo or in the in the box below you know, why I've got this and why you might want to contribute. So you can do a video if you want. I've chosen at this time not to put a video on my Patreon page um, for whatever reason. I might change that in the future, but uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so I talked about monthly maximum commu- contributions and you can, they call it a uh, cap. And uh, the next thing that I want to do is I want to actually let me just address this. Jeff Brown is a good friend of mine. He's got the Read the Lead podcast. I is, I think it's Read the Lead. Anyway, Jeff Brown commented on Facebook. He says I've been wrestling with the idea of doing something like this myself. Just not convinced in my case that I have earned it just yet. Does that make sense? Well, Jeff, yeah, I, it does make sense. You know, and and so. You have to kind of work that out for yourself. How do you feel about this? But the question you have to ask yourself is what I'm doing creating value. And of course, also, if you plan on creating products and services around your show, um, is this something that you want to use as a call to action? Do you want to call do you want to call in this favor? Or are there other things that are higher priorities for you to give calls of action to? Um, and, and that was certainly a question for Podcast Answer Man. And I'm going to explain why. I have a Patreon account for Podcast Answer Man because I can tell you right now, I was not planning on doing one for this show. And the reason why is because I already have so many calls to action. I've got Podcasting A to Z coming up in January. I really want people to consider signing up for it and I want to mention it in my show. <clears throat> so, you know, I, I anyway, that, yeah, so I get the question. And of course, the thing is, is if it's something where it's not going to compete against other calls to action that you have, and I think that, you know, I'd like, I, I like the idea of putting this, you know, any mention of this at the end of the show rather than throwing it at the front. And that way people can tune out if you mention it at any point at this, during the show, you can do it at the end. And um, I think it's, it's okay. And it gives people the opportunity. See, I believe that podcasting, if we're creating content that is valuable, if we're creating content that really does have a positive impact on people's lives, it's helping people's lives get, uh, it's helping improve people's lives. If it's helping them get things done better, if it's helping inspire them, changing their mindset, all of these things, there are, it, what you're doing is you're you're actually creating this reciprocity where people are looking to return value to you. And you might be surprised you know, how many people might want to contribute to what you're doing. It's like, wow. And and what I love about P- Patreon, what I love about this is that the whole concept is that, well, you can actually use Patreon as a, as a premium service only where only certain level of people get access to certain level of material. I don't even want to go into that because I really love this idea of, listen, I'm going to create this content for free no matter what with or without your anyone's financial support, this stuff is going to be available for free. But if you have found value in it and you want to monetarily uh, contribute and, and motivate me to continue to create this content for you and also um, you want to help you know support this for other people to have it as well, and specifically, I love the motivation of keeping it consistent and doing it every single week. Don't quit when I when don't take a week off when you go out of town. Then then this is a way for people to contribute, and they, they don't have to. And that that's what I love is people don't have to. You're not you're not, and, and I wouldn't beg them to. And who knows? And you know, you may get a couple dollars per episode. And, you know, it, it, it's always there as an option. It's always there. But it, the question is, is it's not necessarily that you've earned it just yet. Because, Jeff, by the fact that you have been creating your content, let me, let me just look it up real quick. Okay, so I've gone to readtoleadpodcast.com. 
and I see that you're you you you've been fairly consistent can uh, in creating great content. You're on episode number sixty two. You already have uh, a list of testimonials of things people are saying about your podcast on your website. There is no question that whether or not you've earned the ability to give the people the opportunity to contribute financially um, to this work. The question is, is this going to be in conflict with other calls to action? You know, and, and so that's something that you'll want to look out for. But I, yes, to, I, I think it does make sense to ask that question, but it's, it's not necessarily whether or not you've earned the right to give this opportunity because you have. The question is, is, is this really the call to action that you want to give? So let me explain a couple things. Why did I create Patreon accounts for the, for the shows that I did, that I have created them for? For pursuing a balanced life, I wanted to create a Patreon account for that because I know that there are people out there that consistently find great value from that podcast, from every episode of that podcast. Sometimes I can forget that. I can forget these people have have communicated how valuable show, that show is to them and how much they enjoy it when they know that I'm doing it because of what that show even does for me. And this is a way for me to have a visible representation of that value. And it is a motivator for me to consistently create new content for that show. Everything that I just said about that show is the same exact reason I created a Patreon account for Family from the Heart for my wife and I. Um, I love the fact that I don't have to do, you know, I can get to the place where I wouldn't even want to consider doing sponsors anymore because we have the support of our Patreons. So anyway, uh, let's see here. And then I'm going to read to you Podcast Answer Man because this is actually on, if you go to patreon.com slash podcastanswerman, it says, why a Patreon account for Podcast Answer Man? And this is exactly word for word what it says. It says, originally, I had only intended to create a Patreon account for my Pursuing a Balanced Life and Family from the Heart podcasts. However, in April 2014, Jack Warren wrote the following in an email. Today, I write to you for one reason. Although I've gained a great deal through the years of listening to your podcast, Answer Man episodes, I have yet to purchase a single product. I have not needed to, but felt like I should just to support you. A couple weeks ago, you mentioned the possibility of setting up a Patreon account for your Pursuing a Balanced Life podcast. Even though I don't listen to that particular show, I thought I might sign up just to support you. Better yet, I think you ought to set up some side, some kind of subscription model for Podcast Answer Man. I know you don't need the monthly contribution, but just as surely as I am thrilled to be able to donate, contribute, or subscribe to uh, other websites, podcasts, and online magazines that have brought me great benefit, I'd like to be able to show my appreciation by making a regular contribution to Podcast Answer Man. So, and then the after I quoted that, I also wrote, as the result of the conversation that I had with Jack following this email, I became convinced that setting up this Patreon account was the wise thing to do. Through hundreds, through the hundreds of po- episodes of Podcast Answer Man and my first 100% free podcasting tutorial, many Thousands of folks have received all the information they needed to launch a successful podcast without needing to purchase a single product or service from me, which actually makes me happy. If you found a tremendous amount of value from the content that I produce for Podcast Answer Man I, and would like to show your financial support via this Patreon account, please do so by choosing one of the reward options below. And that, my friends, is why I've created a Patreon account for Podcast Answer Man. So if you want to contribute, you can at patreon.com slash podcastanswerman. That, my friends, is what Patreon is. That's how it can be used. And there you go. Um, As I am recording, by the way, I am not in town. This was not recorded in front of a live audience on Thursday. This was not recorded 
for YouTube video because I am not in town right now. Uh, this is released. This podcast episode is going to be scheduled to be released on Thursday, December 4th. I am currently, as this is being released, I am in Orlando, Florida at Disney with my family on vacation. Uh, last week, as you guys had heard, I was, uh, it was, you know, Thanksgiving Day and I had recorded an episode. I was originally going to take the weeks off, but you know what? I do want to be consistent. I do want to create content every week and I would love to know if you guys want to continue to help support it. If you have not had the need for any of my products or services and you want to contribute to the ongoing consistent creation of these episodes every single week, please consider going over to patreon.com slash podcastanswerman. By the way, I am recording this on Sunday, November 30th. I just want to also mention podcasting A to Z is coming up Monday, January 12th. I already have seven people registered for the course. I have not set one email out to my mailing list or my warm follow-up list of all the people who are waiting for me to communicate the next session. So Monday, January 12th, if you want to sign up, head over to podcastinga2z.com. I will see you guys again next week. God bless and uh, take everything you do to the next level.